Welcome to BS with Bethany Simcoe. This is your host, Bethany Simcoe. Honestly, this week, I really was not sure what I was going to record this episode about. I feel like I usually have a pretty good topic that I want to chat about, something that's been on my mind or something I've been feeling inspired about lately, or just maybe some journal work that I've been doing or things that have helped me in my life. However, this week, I have been feeling all around uninspired, which is weird because I've actually been feeling more inspired than ever. I know it sounds like a paradox and it really is. Like that's why I'm so confused. Let me give you a little bit of context. I've been talking about this event for a while. We are getting up into the last two weeks of it. It's going to be on June 4th. So I will be talking to you guys about this until June 4th. So buckle up. But I am basically putting together an influencer event with Equinox and the Somi energy drink that I have been freaking adoring lately. It's the coolest experience, the coolest opportunity. And I'm feeling so, so grateful. And I've been meeting about my loungewear line and just talking about so many new things. And I'm feeling confident and good in my content right now. I'm feeling connected to you guys. And I'm feeling like good and positive. And I literally wrote down in my journal like two nights ago about how I was so like confident and happy and moving forward and had all this momentum. And yet today was a really bad day. And I feel like it's been building for a while. And you know how I mentioned in a podcast episode a few weeks ago about how I get really moody and I get really like, I, the burnt out is the word on my tongue right now because that's kind of what this entire episode is going to be like. Let me, okay, I'm going to pause really quickly because this is going to be a ranty, rambly episode and that is, that's like your precursor to this. The reason I named this podcast BS with Bethany Simcoe is because I needed to give myself the leeway to sometimes hop on here and just admit that I am bullshitting life right now, that I have no idea what's going on. I have no idea what I'm doing and that I have no answers. And today is going to be one of those episodes. This week, I have no answers for you. This is not going to be like, maybe it'll be a little inspirational, but I'm not feeling inspired. I don't know what's going on. And like, that's what's so frustrating is I feel like I have no answers. This episode is very much going to be where I am in this moment coming to you in my reality, like in the moment. I feel like I really do struggle with opening up in the moment when I'm struggling. I always love to look back on it with some glory story with some, I used to be so sad and then I got all better, but I have moments and I'm really bad at sharing those moments in the moment. And so I was going to wait to record an episode until I was feeling better, until I was feeling inspired, until I knew what was going on. But I'm going to treat this one like a little bit of a journal entry. So if you want a little peek into Bethany's brain right now, keep on listening. Also, I'm getting a little bit congested, probably just allergies out here. They are so crazy in Texas right now. So if I sound A little nasally, that is why. But as I was saying, a few weeks ago, I told you guys how in the third week of my cycle, I don't always feel the greatest. I feel bloated. I feel down on myself. I feel emotional. I start breaking out, like all of these things. And I feel like I have been in the third week of my cycle for like over a month now. Like I just keep telling myself, oh, it's just the third week. And it's not. I'm like, it'll it'll pass. Like it's just, and it it hasn't. And it's getting to the point where I'm recognizing this feeling as burnout. Like the classic signs for me are like staring off into space, having a hard time starting tasks, like turning off my car and just sitting in my car, like staring for who knows how long or getting on my phone and not being able to get off or getting overwhelmed at mealtime. Like 
just basic things or like getting overwhelmed just all the time with every little task, answering an email, going into the gym. It's hard for me to start tasks and hard for me to focus through a task, like just the very classic signs of burnout that I am now recognizing as burnout. And honestly, I just thought that was like who I was for a while. I was like, oh, it just takes me a while. And I'll hop into this a little bit more in a little bit. But last year, that was my baseline a little bit. But let's talk about today really quickly before I get into that. Today started last night, and that doesn't make any sense, but it will. Let me explain. Last night, I was getting home from the gym, and I just started crying. Like, when I get super stressed, I cry. I'm a crier, for sure. But I haven't stressed cried in a while. I feel like I've been managing the stress really well. I've been feeling pretty good. But I was just like, I am so overwhelmed. And I was like, okay, I don't want to let this get too far. If I'm stress crying, I've got to chill. I've got to pump the brakes, got to let up a little bit. So I was like, okay, tomorrow is a Bethany day. It's a self-care day. It's a mental health day. It's a do whatever I want to do day. So this morning I woke up. I didn't rush myself out of bed. I was like, I want this to be peaceful. And then I stretched a little bit and I went on my morning walk and I went and got Starbucks. I went and laid out by the pool. Like I just did everything that I could. I wore a cute outfit. And then I, on my way home, I was like, I want an acai bowl. And I was like, okay, Beth. Like I was just saying yes to myself all day. And then I went and like binge watched my favorite show. And by 5 or 6 p.m., I had never felt worse. I was achy. I was tired. I was lethargic. All I had been doing all day was eating and resting, and I felt hungry and weak and tired. And I was like, excuse you? I just did a self-care day and, like, even went on a walk and journaled and listened to good music and, like, tried to breathe and stretch. I did yoga. Like, I obviously said yes to myself and indulge, but I also did things that like would biologically fulfill me and I had never felt worse. And I was, I'm just like, even in this moment, I'm so frustrated. I'm like, this was supposed to be a day where I felt amazing and came back reinvigorated, ready to take on the rest of my week. And now that I'm saying that out loud, I'm like, okay, Beth, you can't, one, you can't fix it in a day. It needs to be more of a lifestyle switch and you have to be slow with it. I get that. And the other thing in my head is like, Maybe me laying around all day wasn't what my body needed. But at the same time, thinking about opening my laptop and working was just so overwhelming because I've gotten in this habit where I don't take weekends. Like I'll just work straight through and I'm like, I can keep going. I can do my thing. And then I get to a day like this where I'm like, okay, full stop. I need a day on a, a today's a Tuesday. So I should have released an episode. Is it Tuesday? Oh my goodness. I didn't even realize it was a Tuesday. But yeah, so I should have been releasing an episode today. But like, I just get into this place where I work and it doesn't matter what day of the week it is. All the days of the week feel the same. I'm looking at it from a lot of different perspectives, but clearly I don't know what the answer is right now. And I don't know what's going on. And I would love to come back to this in a few months and be like, okay, I figured it out. However, today is not that day. At that point, literally felt like I wanted to crawl out of my skin. I was like, I am just so physically uncomfortable and I feel like I want to pop. Like, I just felt shaky and tired. And I just felt like I needed reassurance. I needed a hug. I needed comfort. I just have these moments every once in a while that I realize, like, how much of an island I am. And I think that a little bit of that is my own doing. Because I have a great circle around me out here. Like, I have really great friends. Granted, a lot of them have been out of town. It's been a while since I've seen my core group of friends. But I think that I definitely can do a better job of reaching out when I need it. Every once in a while, I will just get into these places where I'm like, holy cow, I'm in Texas 
not physically near anyone that I feel emotionally safe with. I do have a sister out here and I really could reach out. Like as I think about it more logically, I'm like, okay, you can reach out to this person. You can reach out to this person, reach out to this person. But at times like this, I'm like, okay, I just want like my one person to just go like crawl up in their arms and cry and just not think about the day and go back at it again tomorrow. And I don't know what the solution or logic is around that, but that's just genuinely like, how I feel. So I called my mom. I was like, okay, she's someone that I love and adore. And I know she'll always make time to listen to me. And I'm so grateful to her for that. I just called her and I honestly just want to be distracted from the day. I was like, I just don't even want to think about this right now. I'm just going to call her. It'll be nice to hear the sound of her voice and just chat. And then she goes, how was your day? And I was like, good. And then I was like, it's not good. Started getting into things and just like broke down. And I didn't realize I needed that breakdown. But as I broke down, it kind of reminded me of my theory that tears are healing. Like every tear that you cry is like one more emotion you're getting out of your body. I love crying. I feel like for me, it's a release. I used to be really embarrassed about how much I cried and how easily I cried. But now I'm like, okay, every tear I get on my body is like progress. It's healing. It's showing that like I'm feeling my emotions and letting them out and like letting them flow. Like I really do feel like that kind of helped that feeling of me wanting to escape my body, I still just feel a sense of overwhelm and loneliness. And I notice that when I get burnt out, I really do feel those two emotions very prominently. Overwhelm and isolation. And right now I'm torn between, do I need to rest? Do I need to be more active? Like, I don't know. And there's thoughts in my head. I'm like, okay, everything you ate today, how like sedentary you were. Maybe I should get into the gym. I should have eaten better. I'm ruining all my progress, right? And there's so many thoughts swirling around in my head. And I think that's kind of what is contributing to me feeling like shittier than I started out. So I'm practicing in this very moment, trying to be more just calm with myself and peaceful with myself. And it's so hard because then it is leading to this feeling of I have nothing left to give. Like how much can I keep coming back to this point? Like today I try listening to my body, right? And it left me feeling empty and achy. And I listened to a podcast like the other month that was talking about living intuitively, like intuitive eating, intuitive living. My first thought was I could never do that. I was like, I cannot trust my body. I will literally just like crave sugar and like super unhealthy food. And I will literally just indulge myself over and over again. I was like, I can't do that. Well, some people can do that, but I cannot. And then I started like incorporating little things into my diet that I really liked and like allowing myself a little sweet treat and allowing myself little things. And my therapist made a comment last week and she was like, you haven't mentioned food in a while. She's like, it used to be the primary focus of our sessions. Like I would literally just be like, breaking down and crying through our entire session for like months. And she was like, you haven't talked about it in a while. Like, how are you doing with that? And I realized I'm actually feeling pretty okay about it. And obviously it flares up, but I'm getting a lot better about gentle parenting myself in a way. I realized that slowly I wasn't so scared. Like things are slowly becoming less black and white when it comes to food. I'm learning to honor my body, even when I think that my body is absolutely insane. Like one day I was craving a bagel with guacamole so bad. And I was like, that is so far outside of the plan today. That is not what we're doing. Like, excuse you. And then I ate it bite by bite. I was like checking in with my body, seeing if she was satisfied and she wasn't. I ate the entire thing and I tried reasoning with my body like, okay, maybe just half of it, maybe just a few bites of it. 
but my body wanted it the entire thing. She was like, no, we're eating this whole thing. Whether or not my body physically needed it, emotionally, she was like, we're going to eat this whole thing. It was weird, but like a very starkly therapeutic moment. Like it literally was like I was talking to me and then another me. Very distinct. Like my body was genuinely surprised that I was saying yes to this. And at one point in my life, I was very much focused on exercising the no muscle with myself. And is the no muscle necessary? You know what? At one point in my life, I would say resounding yes. But right now, I don't know. I'm at the point where I have such a hard time realizing when I'm being harsh with myself and when I'm being normal and disciplined. Because I was listening to a voice note of mine last year, and I laid out this whole plan for the summer of how I was going to be super disciplined and look super good. And even in that voice note, I was like, is this too far or am I just being disciplined? And I look back on that and I want to scream at that girl and be like, girl, that like small little two week thing that you wanted to like challenge yourself and see if you could do. I stuck to that for months and I'm still trying to get out of it because that two weeks went and I was like, you know what? I can do this a little longer. And then two more weeks went by and I was like, you know what? I can hold to this a little bit longer. And slowly, like more time went by and that became my rule. That became my goal. And it was not a sustainable plan. It was not a sustainable lifestyle that I was trying to hold to. And I knew that. That's why the plan was only to do it for two weeks. And I like look at myself and I go, Bethany, no, like I'm still trying to recover from that decision. And in my mind, I was just being disciplined. And now I'm looking back and I'm like, that was just harsh. So it made me take a really hard look at myself right now and try to discern in my life, where am I being disciplined and where am I taking things a little bit too far and being a little bit too extreme? So I think at this point in my life, I'm starting to realize how impactful the yes muscle is and be friends with that and realize how I can say yes to myself because I think that my fear is that if I start pushing the yes button or if I start exercising the yes muscle with myself, that I will just spiral out of control, that I will sleep in every day, that I won't go to the gym, that I'll eat all the foods that in my mind I have deemed bad or unhealthy. And that terrifies me. So I just constrict myself with the no muscle or hold down the no button, like whatever you want to call it. I'm like, no, don't do that. No, don't do that. No, don't do that. Until I get to this point of, oh my goodness, I have nothing left to give. So here is where I go back on that though. And again, like this episode really is me just like in real time reasoning with myself, trying to figure out what's going on. A huge caveat, if any of this is triggering for you, I know I'm talking about like food and exercise and lifestyle and things. If this is making you want to make any sort of like drastic life change with no grace around the edges, like with a constrictive mindset, I do want you to like shut this off, forget about this, because that is my one fear with doing this episode is when I made that voice note last year, like the things that I was saying were incredibly triggering. I was like, girl, what? So I do fear that may be the case for this episode, but this really is just my thoughts in real time. Me just trying to figure it out. This might be an episode that I come back to and call bullshit on and be like, nope, don't listen to that. But getting back into it. So I look at last year when I was first getting to the gym or even like 
end of 2021, beginning of 2022, right? Like that kind of area when I was starting to get into the gym. One of the things that really got me out of bed and got my ass into the gym were like the videos on my For You page and I was scrolling that were like, get out of bed, get into the gym. I'm getting ahead of you. You are falling behind. And I'd be like, well, shit, you're right. Like, let's get up. But then I read journal entries of last year where I was so burnt out constantly or like on the verge of burnout. It seemed like every two weeks I would just have like a crash where I would literally like dread the next week. I'd be like, I can't do this again. I'm exhausted. I'm burnt out. And to be fair, I was moving my entire life across the country, building a career out of nothing, had absolutely no friends. But I think in a way, I was trying to hate myself into a version of me that I loved. I read an Instagram post of a girl who was like a few years into her entrepreneur journey, and she said that the quote-unquote hustle mindset had its place and was necessary to get her to where she is, but now she is prioritizing her peace. And I couldn't help but think, is that the only way? And am I still in my quote-unquote no days off section in my journey? Like, does there need to be a no days off section? The more I look back at myself last year and how drained I was and how alone I felt and how much energy I didn't have and all my journal entries and voice notes and like little video journals that I would do to myself, I would just be like, I'm so tired. Like, I'm feeling depleted today. Like, I'm, I'm getting a lot done and I have good trajectory but I just feel so empty and so lost. Like it really just was time after time. My baseline was not depressed. I definitely know I've had times in my life where my baseline was genuinely depressed, but it was more just like, holy crap, I don't have the energy or the brain space for this right now because there is so much going on inside of my brain. And I ranted about this to myself in the car before I got out and went to the gym because right now I'm sitting in my car after going to the gym. And I did this the thing where I was sitting in my car not wanting to go in. I literally sat in my car for 45 minutes and cried and ranted to myself and made a little video journal about it. Basically, it came down to what more can I give? What more do you want? I'm doing everything that I can. What do you expect? Like, I'm trying to build this life for myself, set myself up for greatness. What other option is there? Like, I am working as hard as I can, trying to give myself rest, trying to prioritize my peace, trying to prioritize, like, all these things. And it cracks me up because when I talked to my therapist about this, she's like, you just need to, like, do more self-care and yoga. And I'm like, if I have to do one more yoga breathing session to not have my head explode, my head's going to explode. I think that I get frustrated when people are like, just do self-care, take a bubble bath, light a candle, do some breathing, go to the gym, eat well. And I'm like, that is literally my entire life. That is what I'm focused on. That is what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to work and have balance and exercise and take cold showers and eat well. And it overwhelms me. And what I talk about on here is like not making it overwhelming. And yet I'm out here making it overwhelming for myself. So I need to figure out where I'm getting off and practice what I preach because it's no fair of me to be out here and be like, just be slow and gentle with yourself and then not be slow and gentle with myself. Like, girl, it applies to you too. But I'm starting to realize that when I get to the point of what more do you want from me? Like, what more could I even give that I'm not giving myself enough credit for what I'm currently doing? Like, is the solution gratitude? Maybe that sounds really cheesy, but it also reminds me of a blog post that I wrote a while ago. So I was flying back from Utah and this was months ago. 
but I was pretending that I was flying to New York Fashion Week. I was pretending that some brand had like sponsored me to go to New York Fashion Week. And like at that point, New York Fashion Week was going on. And I was like, man, I wish I was there. Like, how cool would that be? And so I was just like imagining that that was my reality. Believe it or not, I was stressed. Surprise, surprise, Little Miss Bethany being stressed. That's a new one. But I was stressed about my outfits, how my content would perform, if the brand was happy to have me there. And at the time, the lesson I learned from that was to be in awe of the life that I have right now, or you'll never be in awe. Like basically it's like, if you don't love and cherish and be grateful and are in awe of your life now, then you'll never be. Like, if you're stressed now, you're going to be stressed when your bigger future comes into play. If you're stressed now, you're going to be stressed in your Bentley. You're not going to all of a sudden be happier when you are in the place that you want to be. And I had to learn that lesson when I was moving to Texas. I was unhappy in Utah, but I was not going to magically be happier in Texas. The month that I decided to do my whole move, I also decided to start finding the magic moments. And as I'm saying this, I'm like, oh my gosh, Beth, like maybe we should reinstate this because I think that I have kind of forgotten to do this. But at the same time, it's kind of become a habit of mine. So maybe I just need to like do it more that even that, I'm like, oh my gosh, like how much more can I do? But I'll just keep telling the story and maybe some solution will come to me. But I started finding those magic moments in Utah and being so incredibly grateful for my life in Utah and literally romanticizing it. And I think I talked about this in one of my past episodes, but I started romanticizing my life in Utah and I was able to start seeing the magic and bringing that over into my life in Texas. And once I got to Texas, I was able to romanticize that, even though a lot of it really wasn't romantic. When I think about it, you know, I split up the drive into two days. I drove 10 hours alone and then stayed in the sketchiest of hotels, like genuinely very spooky, very sketchy, not hygienic in the slightest, but it was cool because it was my journey. It's what I did for myself. I was funding this entire thing by myself. On the outside, it didn't look like anything to call home about, but I was so incredibly proud of myself. Then I drove 10 hours again, got to my apartment. I was locked out, got there around 11 p.m. Me and my sister were on speaking terms at that point, unfortunately, but she lived like an hour away. So I was like, maybe I could call her up and be like, hey, a sister in need here. We have a little family emergency. Beth needs a place to stay tonight because I just drove all the way from Utah with all of my belongings in the back of my car and now I have nowhere to go. I am locked out of my apartment. I'm not about to like sleep in my car and I didn't realize how sketchy of an area I had rented in. Like I had never seen my apartment. I had never even been to Austin, Texas. Oh my gosh, I'm ranting. I'm like trying to set up this scene for you of how upset I was, how tired I was, how unglamorous this move was. Eventually, I just had to literally break into my apartment. Thank heaven, by some miracle, the window was unlocked. So I broke into my own apartment the night of. I get in there. I realized that it was absolutely so dirty. It was so much smaller than I thought it was going to be. There was like a layer of dirt and grime over everything. I had no light in my bedroom and it smelled just so gross and musty. And I still had to move all my stuff from my car. And luckily I had ordered like a mattress there. So I at least had something to sleep on that night. But I was so upset. I was so tired. I was so overwhelmed. I set up my mattress, unrolled it. And then I literally just sat on like my bare mattress and cried. Like I just sobbed. I was like, I, this was a mistake. I'm so mad right now. I want to go home. And it like hit me in that moment that 
holy shit, this is my new home. I don't get to like go home and run back to my mom's arms or run back to Utah. I don't get to go get a hug from my family whenever I want it. I don't get to go see my old friends or get a hug from them whenever I want it. Like this is official. You live in Texas now. This is home and there is no going back. And I literally just sat there and sobbed. I was like, this is the biggest mistake I've ever made. I'm done. I'm already homesick and I am overwhelmed. And this was so stupid. And then I brought my bedding up for my car and I unloaded my car as much as I could that night, made my little bed, went to bed, woke up the next morning. And I was like, well, shit, this is it. Welcome to my life in Texas. And the next morning, I do remember having a sense of awe. Like the night before, I was pissed, especially about the no light in my room. I was so mad about that. I was like, how is there not a light fixture in my room? It was so dark. All I had was a flashlight. I was like, my apartment is like a dungeon. The next morning, I was like, wow, this is my own little place. I've never had my own apartment. I live 2,000 miles away from everyone I've ever known. And I'm going to carve out my home here. I'm going to create a legacy here. Like this is the start of something incredible. And this is mine and it was absolutely the least glamorous thing that i have ever seen like genuinely it smelled like smoke it was gross it was dim but it was mine and i was so in awe and as time went i got a desk and i got a couch and i got groceries and i started to make it my own little home and i started writing down journal entries of oh my gosh i just got a paid brand deal oh my gosh i just got another paid brand deal and they were less like the tiniest little deals but i was so excited about them and i remember when i started amazon and Got my first sale through Amazon and I was like, oh my gosh. And just like the way that I celebrated the little things. I look back on it and I'm like, that's literally nothing. What are you talking about? Like for me, that would be like a failure of a day now. And back then that was like, holy shit, this is the coolest day. This is actually working. And I remember when the clock lip video went viral, I literally wrote my journal. I was like, what? Like, that's so cool. In the moment, it was the coolest thing ever. And I've just gotten so used to it. Like it's become my baseline. Like my baseline is raised to a point that I have to constantly keep out doing. But I really do hope that I'm able to always look back and be so happy for the little things and never discredit the little things. Because right now I am living a life I fucking adore. Like, I'm living a life that I am so proud of. When I look at the facts, I'm like, this is so cool that I bet you in five years, I'm going to look back and be like, that was nothing really cool. Like, nothing to call home about. Like, I'm doing so much better now. Why was I so excited about that? Why was I so happy about that? But then I have to realize the work that I'm doing now is going to get me to where I am in five years. So I better praise the ground that one year ago me walked on Because that girl walked so I could run so five years in the future me can sprint. And I do make the mistake of getting down on myself from last year. I'm like, oh my gosh, she was so awkward. She was so annoying. And like every, we all do this. We look back one year ago, we're like, oh my gosh, she was so cringy. Like I'd rather not. And then a year from now, you're gonna look back and be like, oh, that girl, like who even? And I truly, truly want to knock that out of my system because that is me. No matter where I am on the timeline, that is me that I'm speaking about. And I value and love myself so much more than those words are insinuating. Like those words that I'm saying, I'm like, holy cow, would I ever allow myself to speak to myself in this moment? Maybe subconsciously, because those are my subconscious like thoughts coming out. But like in the moment, I'd usually catch it and be like, hey, whoa, like don't talk to yourself like that. And yet I'm so willingly shitting on myself from a year ago. Or letting other people be like, oh my gosh, do you remember this? Like, that was so awkward. That was so funny. Uh Uh-uh, that's me. 
that we're disrespecting. Like genuinely, this past week, I posted on my story this photo of me when I was like, it was what, 2016? So I must have been like, what, 13 or 14? And I, oh my gosh, that outfit. I really did in that moment think that I absolutely ate that. And usually I look back and be like, oh my gosh, like I remember that girl. She was so loud. She was so annoying. She couldn't take social cues. She thought that she ate an outfit up when she looked terrifying like she put together the most topsy-turvy outfits that made no sense i would just like interject myself into social situations where i had no business being i can just pick apart a million things about myself but that's literally a 13 year old like are you kidding me and so when i posted that on my story i was genuinely hyping myself up being like add a freaking girl go for it because that girl that loves style she still loves style that girl that like is really loud and just goes for it newsflash i'm still really loud and i still go for it but i am a human being honestly very respectable and very full of life and very confident and those are things that i have to tell myself or i will let myself get down about it and i hope that listening to this you are able to look at yourself and be like you know what i'm actually a very respectable confident beautiful wonderful fun to listen to fun to be around person because i think that we are so much more of that that we give ourselves credit for and breathing that into ourselves makes it true. It is true in the first place, but like believing it's true, you walk different, you hold yourself different. And I can genuinely feel what I believe those things and when I don't and like how I interact with people. I truly am going off on 7,000 tangents right now, but this is therapeutic for me. And I don't know if it's therapeutic for you, but like being able to come on here, my day already feels better i already feel a little bit more clear-headed just by getting this out and honestly after i stop this episode i still might be burnt out but at least i know that i am talking through things and seeing them for a new perspective because i think i talk to you guys like i'm talking to a friend like right now i'm imagining myself talking to myself but also a friend like my bestie that i'm just ranting to that i'm letting it all out to because i i know that we're in a space of love and no judgment and learning and curiosity and it just opens up so much more of me and it's so fun to explore and I hope you guys are able to maybe see things that I'm seeing in yourselves as well because I want you to be able to have the opportunity to feel like you're talking to a friend and talking to someone who is going to accept you and invite you in with openness and curiosity and I'm trying to accept myself in that way as well through this venue So going back to that blog post that I wrote about being in awe of your life and my whole rant about moving down to Texas and being in awe of my really weird but fun life, I think that that is very applicable to now. And maybe the lesson is branching out maybe into a place of celebrating myself for little things, celebrating how far I've gotten myself. Like the fact that I'm even working with Equinox That is absolutely wonderful. And that I get to support a small business that produces a product that I genuinely love. It is wonderful that, A, I get to do what I am very passionate about, which is support a small business. And if you've known me since like 2020, you know that that's my shit. And they're like a healthy energy drink. Like, hello, the branding behind it. Like, you know, when you just find a brand that you're like, you are going to be something big. Like, that is how I feel about Somi. And I'm so excited to see where they go and how they grow and not to rhyme a little bit, but we're doing two other events throughout the summer. And then I'm having a launch party for my loungewear. Like, did I envision Little Miss Bethany as an event planner? No, 
And yet here we are. Like, it's so cool to see how and where life takes us. Because I've always known I kind of wanted a podcast. But like, event planning was never on my radar. It was never something that I was like, okay, yeah. Like, in my mind, I was like, okay, travel and brand trips and like fashion and lifestyle. But events, I'm like, this is actually so cool. Because I've always emphasized so much how I feel about community and meeting people and like, having a support system and so being able to bring that in real life off of my phone into person that's beautiful to me that's so cool and this event is like an invite only influencer event but I would love to do something that like I can meet anybody who wants to come like this is going to be an interesting first dip into it because it's like more of a controlled environment like I know who's coming I was in charge of finding people to come this was a nice dip into the water be like hey like let's get this flow in with like a curated guest list and like make it super cute but like I would love to open those doors and see where this goes and maybe this is just a phase and maybe this is something I keep carrying on maybe in five years I'll be like almost desensitized to event planning and I'll be like yeah whatever I plan an event with like thousands of thousands of people and it's whatever and my one event with like equinox and sell me that i did was like so little or like all those events i did this summer were so little but like to me in this moment right now they are freaking cool and i hope that i'm always able to keep that sense of awe for the little things that i do and go back into my day and realize that holy crap i have a sunroof that's cool that's awesome i have a car with like apple carplay that's cool I get to post videos every day and talk to a community and actually have brands that want me to talk about their stuff. That is so cool. Or like I have the means to buy a new pair of shoes. And I post about this on like my spam TikTok page as well, where I was like, and we can get into this episode of like more about how I grew up. But basically, I just I didn't grow up with very much physically. My family did not have a lot of money and we definitely struggled. I didn't have a lot of new items. We drank like powdered milk and I remember the feeling that the bathtub was never clean. And now I have a clean bathtub and I can buy new shoes and I can buy real milk and I can buy hair products that like don't tangle my hair. And I don't know if gratitude is the word, but like awe and giving credit where credit is due. And obviously I know that God has played a huge role in this. I feel like I am a very spiritual person and I feel like I probably should talk a little bit more about that on here as well, because I know that God has played a massive part in this and not only in the opportunities that were presented to me, but in the level of peace I've been able to find. And I don't know if giving myself credit for the little things or being in awe of the little things is the answer or maybe it's like what comes after that. If being in awe of the little things would make me more okay to sit back and breathe and relax for a second, like maybe it's like the result of being in awe. Maybe being like, okay, wow, I actually am freaking killing it. I can chill out for a sec. I can breathe for a moment and I will be okay. And I'm not missing out on anything. And I'm not letting life slip through the cracks because I actually am killing it. I'm getting so far in all of these ways. And maybe that will help me kind of solidify the things that are big high ticket yeses. Those things that like are moving the needle. Those things that are moving me forward instead of like having more of a frenzied mindset. Like in my mind right now, I'm picturing a sphere, a ball with like fuzziness and like things everywhere and then like bringing it into more of a solid ball of being like okay what is actually within the circle of what is going to move me forward and make me happy and being able to name those things and look at them and be so grateful for them kind of focuses that vision from like this blurry scattered sphere into this solid ball I don't know if that visual makes any sense but that is just what I'm seeing in my head so this week what I think I'm going to focus on 
is where can I give myself credit? Where am I absolutely killing it? And how can I continue at a sustainable pace with that? Like, how can I acknowledge that, feel that and celebrate that and continue at a sustainable pace where I continue to acknowledge and celebrate that and then let those other things that are just like fuzzy and freak me out, let them go. Like for me in this moment, what comes to my head first is like my physical appearance and not in the way of like letting myself go, but of like letting go that intense grip of control on that because I tend to hyperfixate. I'm like, am I looking puffy in my face? Am I carrying weight in this part of my body? Just like things that are absolutely arbitrary because I am already eating well. I am already exercising well. I am already doing everything that I can. Like that's one of those big items of like, what more can I give? And maybe letting go of that, of being like, you know what? If I gain some weight by listening to my body, moving intuitively and exercising and eating the way that I am now and exercising and eating in a way that feels good, if I do gain that weight, you know what? That weight is probably meant to be there. That's so cool. Like being able to let go of the weight of that is something I'm actively trying to work on because that releases so much brain space for me. And I know logically I can say these things out loud and the feeling in my chest is a whole nother thing because I know that the feelings in my body are telling me what is going on in my head and in my body. And so I can logically reason these things out, but I also need to figure out how to feel them and how to make them a reality in my body and how to make that resonate with me so there's not that pressure in my chest so there's not this burnout so I can focus so I feel like I'm not having mind fog another side note which this episode has just been plenty of side notes but I've noticed that when I do eat enough I have a clear mind and when I have a brain fog it's because probably the night before I was like you know what maybe I can go without a little bit of nutrients today and the next day I feel like absolute hell. And I'm like, okay, do we feel like it is worth it to have a small frame and a foggy head? I don't think so. Like, where did I get it in my mind that on this journey to greatness, I have to do it in a tiny version of myself or I have to do it in like a muscled version of myself. I love being athletic and I love pushing my body and like seeing where it goes and like seeing how it builds. But putting pressure on myself to look a certain way or to have a certain shape really should not be an indicator for me in my line of work. Like maybe for some people, their body's literally their job. Like for me in my line of work, I have so much shit to do that I cannot let myself sabotage that by trying to be little and just skimping out on eating. So I really don't know where this episode went or where it's going or what journey we just took together. And I'm sure listening back to this, I'm going to be so thrilled to figure out where I was attempting to go with this line of reasoning. But I feel good. I feel solid in my body right now. I don't feel that pressure in my chest and I am really grateful that I was able to speak this out with you guys and I'm feeling a bit more confident going into my next week and going into my next day and I'm feeling very curious about how I can continue having these realizations and continue implementing them because I think having realization is very different than like implementing it it's very different than having this realization and taking it day throughout day in the moment when you're tempted to be like Oh my gosh, like I, I keep bringing things back to like food and body. But like I think that's one of my biggest problem areas is like, oh my gosh, I need to like restrict. I need to like overhaul my entire diet or like overhaul my entire life. Like in those moments, that is when it is the hardest for me to be like, okay, breathe. It's going to be okay. Speak to yourself like someone you love. Like that is not something that 
is kind to say to yourself. Like those things are so hard to say in the moment, but it's getting easier and easier. And like talking to myself in the moment where I'm like, okay, just push harder. Just like go one more hour, like work a little bit longer. In those moments, it is so hard for me to take a deep breath and realize where I do need to push harder and where I do need to let back. But I'm curious and excited to see how I go throughout that this month and this week. That is all that is on my mind right now. I'm really grateful that you guys joined me for this and that I was able to share this with you. And I hope that you enjoyed or were able to get something out of this or maybe even just entertained by this thought process. But that has been this week's episode of BS with Bethany Simcoe, which is a whole lot of BS, just a whole lot of me trying to figure out in real time what the hell is going on. Because truthfully, I do not know. And I'm reserving every right to come back to this episode and call BS and be like, "Uh uh-uh, whatever I learned there was not true. Here's what we learned this time. But life's a bunch of bullshit and we're all just trying to figure it out. And it's so fun and cute and sexy of us. So I will see you guys when I see you guys. Have a wonderful week. As always, I would love to chat with you on our Instagram, BS with Bethany Simcoe. Share any insights with me, any experiences, any podcast episode ideas. I will see you there or on my YouTube as well. I believe the at is like what my TikTok is, which is like at Bethany with two Y's and then S-I-M-K-O. And I will see you guys around.